Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. To the National Hurricane Center, this is Ken Graham. We are live here in the operations area. Uh, a lot of activity over night with some changes that I'll be sharing here in a little bit. A lot of activity now, keeping an eye on the latest. Let's start off with the, the satellite here. The NOAA satellite's giving us an amazing image of some of the structure of the storm. First of all, you definitely can't miss the eye of the hurricane right there in the middle. As you can actually look down there from the satellite and see, see the ocean as the, the dark color there. But look, a lot of convection right around there showing a lot of storms, a lot of power to the storm. Uh, the other part that I really want to note is the fact that we look at the structure, not only the eye, but we look at some of the outflow. Is it a healthy storm? Is that, that warm air coming up through the center of the storm and those storms and then going out the top? And we do see that with some of the cirrus clouds. We see what we call these outflow channels. You start seeing the cirrus come out of there. Um, at the north part, we see some of this, maybe even another. The more you have some of this air coming out, the more it becomes an engine and fuels this hurricane to, to even be stronger with time. So we're, we're looking at a, a major hurricane, I mean, 145 miles our winds and I think this is another interesting image here too Dennis that let's zoom in the NOAA hurricane hunters are, are in there the, the heroes both of the Air Force and definitely NOAA the you know the hurricane hunters heroes going right into the middle of the storm with the aircraft right through the eye giving us the data that we need so this is the, the p3 NOAA hurricane hunters out there now and you can they're looking at the eye on radar it actually has a radar on the plane so we see it on satellite we see it on radar from the plane they're giving us an incredible amount of information dropping sensors in there we have other NOAA planes dropping uh, drones into the water, helping us out with the temperatures of the water. But we definitely see the eye. But something we look at is sometimes the formation of a secondary eye. We start looking at things like eye wall replacement where the outer eye becomes the, the new eye. And that really helps us out with some of this intensity forecast. So just giving you an idea of some of the stuff that we're looking at behind the scenes. Well, here's the forecast. And if you're, you're waking up this morning and looking at the forecast, you can see we have a little bit uh, of a shift to the east. So there's a lot to talk about on this map. So let's spend some time on it. <laughs> because there's a lot that happens here. So the first thing I want to say is, you know, look at the size of the tropical storm force winds. So we always have to think about these as not just a center point, and that's the hurricane force winds right in the middle. So, you know, this extends far from the center, 100 miles or so from the center. So that's one thing to look at. Here's another. At some point, at some point, the ridge will be weak enough. Remember, we've been talking about this high-pressure system really steering this, and that's what's causing this to move due west. The latest information I had was west at 12 miles an hour. At some point, the ridge weakens a little bit, okay? And there's a system in the, in the Midwest Great Lakes that is eventually going to pull the system north. It's going to run right up that weakness when they turn. When they turn, they get really slow. So if you look at this, this is 2 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, we start looking at this. 2 a.m. on Tuesday, 2 a.m. Wednesday, look how slow. Look at these points. Our forecast is really at this point when it turns. They slow down so much when they turn, we have a movement about two miles an hour during that turn. So uh, that's devastating for the Bahamas. We really want to uh, talk about the Bahamas a little bit here. We have the hurricane warning. When you're moving that slow, that's a lot of rain, that's a lot of prolonged winds, that is really devastating for some of the islands in the northern Bahamas. So we really want to get that out to, to those folks to be prepared so it's a significant situation. So. We were talking about when we first started doing these, it was a faster system. That would 
just just been the ridge pushing it and some of the model solutions even took it into the Gulf of Mexico well it's slowed down so a slower system allows the ridge to weaken a little bit and that system in the the Great Lakes I was talking about that's what caused this turn and the more it feels that the slower the storm the further we might even inch that track a little a little towards the the east however let's be careful with that because Florida's still in the cone two-thirds of the time you can still see that center of that storm anywhere in that cone. And if you take that circle of tropical storm force winds, draw it around any one of these points, Florida could still see some of that onshore flow, the high water. They can also see the heavy rainfall and also see the winds. Can't let our guard down yet because we just don't know. Okay, so if it, even a little faster storm, it could still put the center over Florida. So let's watch it. We still got to keep prepared and watch the system as it goes in time. The other thing that we have to, to spend time mentioning is like in Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina, because with time, we can still have a hurricane reaching uh, the Carolinas, Georgia with those impacts, very susceptible to storm surge up in this area. So prolonged onshore flow could cause a lot of problems up there. So a lot to talk about on this map. So I wanted to show this too. I think this is um, you know, indication of some of the rainfall that we can get. So the rainfall forecast, remember that, that slowdown around the Bahamas, 15 to 20 inches of rain possible. I mean, look at that around the northern Bahamas. Some of those values could even be higher with time. Six to 10 inches right on the coast of Florida, but be careful with that because a little shift in the track, the, all these little lines here represent the different values on the scale for the rain. That could move in different directions depending on that track. So we just gotta watch it. A little shift to the left, and you start getting more of those higher amounts in Florida. So we gotta be careful with time. So Dennis, that really is the latest update. Let's let's go get some more information uh, with uh, Lixion's on duty. So in, in the in the hot seat, so to speak, doing the forecast for today. I mean, the the planes out there. And any any thoughts that you're looking? Any trends? Well, we we have two uh, two planes uh, flying. They have found. Uh, a little bit of stronger winds uh, this morning. Uh, they already found uh, even gusts to 140 and, and, and some of the uh, uh, stronger rain bands. But it's, uh, it's, you can see it right here. It's a very well-defined uh, uh, eye. One interesting thing is we can see, if you see the full uh, area, that we are very near Labor Day weekend. The tropics become historically very active. Uh, we have a lot of the disturbances all over the, the, the tropics, and that's we have to monitor that too. Okay, so uh, lots of experience here looking at them. We've seen a lot of storms, so we're keeping an eye on this one as another. So we've got the planes, we've got the data coming in, and we want to talk about the models uh, a, a lot too here too. We, we hear about them, we have a lot of discussion about those, so thank you for that information. Wonderful. Eric Blake's over here studying every piece of information that we can get. Eric, you're, you're looking at the models and you know a bunch of questions on some of the interviews this morning was talking about forecast difficulty and I always turn it back into the cone. I mean, what, what makes a storm like this so difficult to forecast? Well, there's so many different factors you have to forecast. You have to uh, know how strong it's gonna be, you have to know how large it's gonna be. Uh, right now, we have all this aircraft data going into the models. Here's a recent, uh, recent radar image uh, right, from, uh, right from the P3 and we're monitoring the data as the planes uh, keep doing their figure four patterns uh, in the inner core.
So the model shifting, I mean, it, it, we talk about this cone, it's so important, so we get different model solutions. How does, what, what, I know a lot of the questions we get, I've seen some of the, you know, I can get text messages about it. How does speed, how does the forward speed, we always talk about the forecast of the wind speeds and the hurricane, we talk about the track. How important is the forward speed when it, when it comes to forecasting a hurricane? Uh, it really is important because when you start to see that forward speed change, you know that if it's going down, you're starting to get a weaker steering, maybe it's starting to get a little more uncertain, what, what's exactly going to happen. Uh, and so we're just waiting to see where that slowdown happens and, and uh, if that turn to the north starts to happen. There you go. Um, everybody, I just, um, you know, talking to everybody here, well, this is the operations area, this is where it all happens. Uh, a lot of thought. People, uh, you actually see people around here, myself maybe included, walking around. I think there's a lot of thinking going on, especially when a, a, when a hurricane like this becomes pretty challenging. But we will we'll keep you updated as things change. The, the takeaway here is still some uncertainty. You can't let your guard down. Got to be ready and watch for the latest updates. This has been Ken Graham right here at the National Hurricane Center.